This is a show about being spooked for fun, and the hosts are not affiliated with the attractions discussed in any way, except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics might go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. So yeah, we're going to talk about McCabe Manor this week. I am very scared to talk about it because the concept of it scares me. But here we are. We're still going to do it. We got to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know what McCabe Manor is. So this will be fun. Yeah, so I I remember you talking about it when we were discussing the podcast in general, but I have the memory of a goldfish, so... Oh, I thought you meant you had like a memory of a goldfish somehow connected to McCamey Manor. Like that's what you remembered about it. And I was really struggling to find yeah, the connection. I have in my memory that in McCamey Manor, there's a really scary goldfish. I mean, we'll probably run into some, into some fish later on in this Oh, I don't like that episode. that's true. Okay. Um, disclaimer, before we begin talking about this, this is no way any endorsement or denouncement of McCamey Manor. It's, we're not being asked to do the episode about them. This is just of our own special interest. Yeah, out of the many requests that we've gotten from large haunt attractions and things, out of all the corporate sponsorships we've been offered, McCamey Manor is not one of them. Right, exactly. Um, And also, a quick content warning, this episode is going to talk a little bit about torture. Um, So if that's something that really skeeves you, maybe go back and listen to Haunted Mansion again. Yeah, so can I leave and go listen? You're going to go? Yeah, I'm going to leave. I can do Okay. Okay. Um, so, McCamey Manor is an extreme haunt. Do you... I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye! Um, McCamey Manor is an extreme haunt. Do you know what an extreme haunt is? It's a haunt that involves uh, skateboard pads. Rock climbing. <laughs> rock climbing, a helmet, and also a max goof. It's extreme, yeah. like, with the rock and roll hand. Yes. Um, so, an extreme haunt is an immersive haunted attraction where instead of just, like, walking through a themed haunted house with characters, you are pulled into the middle of the action. So um, actors will touch you in an extreme haunted house. Um, You may have to disrobe. You may have to eat things. You may have to be submerged in water at some point. You may get tied up. Your your senses may be deprived, so they might blindfold you or put earplugs in you. Um, you Whoa, 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 whoa. They're not putting earplugs in me. They're they're plugging my ears, right? Sure. They're not sticking earplugs wherever they want. You know, whatever the terminology. I mean, they could. And you have to read the waiver before you go in. So you sign. There's paperwork involved. Yes, there's paperwork involved. We will get to that. So this is like, <laughs> this is like an episode of Fear Factor without the stipend. Yeah, that's that's probably about right. You could get buried in some of these attractions. Whoa! Um, you're gonna be. You could. You could get chased by actors. Um, you may be subjected to psychological or emotional torture. And very often in these kind of attractions, they'll have personalized scares. So 
They'll, uh, you can submit your own, pers- you can submit your personal information and things that frighten you beforehand and they will create a experience centered around what scares you specifically. You spit into a tube, you send it to them beforehand and then they not only give you a personalized screen, but at the end you get a full DNA report. Like 23, <laughs> wow. But so there are a lot of these haunted attractions. They are becoming very, very popular with sort of the onslaught of just how many Typical haunted attractions are around Halloween. Yeah. This is for people who like love haunted attractions and want to take them to the next level. Yeah, people, and it seems like also born out of like escape rooms. Yeah, like escape rooms whole... is a big part of it. Um, getting a big sort of adrenaline adrenaline rush um, out of doing things like this. There's a lot of them. Um, some really famous ones are Blackout right here in New York City, which their whole concept is is you're almost completely in the dark and you are touched by people. Um, there's Shock Theater over on uh, Long Island, which is uh, supposed ah. to be a really fun one. And here I thought that the scariest part about Long Island was Long Island. The scariest part about Long Island is Staten Island. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the podcast? Yeah. Did you say Staten Island? I'm. It was a goof. I'm not saying Staten Island is in Long Island. Okay. Okay. Resume podcast. Anyway, um, and the victim experience in Las Vegas, um, which <laughs> What's is, the name you of that? Like that one? I think that one sounds cool. Um, we won't go too much into what the other ones are about because we're going to do another episode about like other extreme haunts, but McKamey Manor warrants its own episode. So for most of these attractions, you have to be a certain age, usually 18 and over, um, and you have to sign a waiver to uh, get in. There also might be very high entrance fees or long wait lists. Um, so if you want to do one of these attractions, just make sure you do your research beforehand and find out exactly what goes into it. 95% of them have a safe word, a safe phrase, a whistle, some sort of signifier to say, like, I'm done, get me out. And, and that, and McKamey Manor is one of those. No. What? Uh, we'll get to that. Um, so McKamey Manor itself, it was created and founded by Russ McKamey, who was a former, a former Navy officer. Um, the original location of the haunt was on his property in San Diego. Uh, there is no entrance fee for McKamey Manor. Come to my spooky place. It's at my house. Yeah, it's at his house in San Diego, where the original one was. <laughs> Um, there's no entrance fee. You don't have to pay to get into McKamey Manor. All you must do, as far as sort of payment goes, is you need to bring two bags of dog food that get donated to Operation Greyhound. Oh, lovely. There's, <laughs> there's That could be a whole podcast in and of itself. The kind of implications of requiring somebody to bring dog food to a haunted attraction. Like, yeah, it's just, go on. Okay, I mean, I guess it's nice. It gets donated to Operation Greyhound and, uh, and local shelters and dogs that need it. I guess that's nice. Yeah, but when an extreme haunt comes to me and say, you don't have to pay money to do this, you just have to bring dog food, my brain goes, I'm going to I'm gonna be buried in that dog You're gonna food. You're going to eat the dog they're food. Gonna, they're going to make me eat the dog food. So according to Russ, there are currently around 24,000 people on the wait list for this house. Only a dozen or so go through every weekend. Okay, okay. Yeah. Keep going. Twenty. Okay, 24,000. Yeah, because Russ vets each and every person that applies to go through this house. You can't just go. 12 a weekend. Mm-hmm. That's 2,000 weekends. In what? 38 years. For the, To get through the whole wait list? Yeah. Well, not everybody on the wait list gets to go through. Russ will pick individually who he wants to go through. Ah, uh, crazy um, so old Russ. 
<laughs> the current locations, I believe there is a current one in Nashville, Tennessee, and Huntsville, Alabama. I don't think they both operated at once. I think those are the two most recent places that Russ operates because Russ runs all of these. It does not go up. He's on the there. he's on the run from the law. People keep going like, "Hey, you can't do this to people." I mean, when he moves his haunts, it is a big controversy because people don't want the haunt coming into the neighborhood because Russ, I don't want the haunt coming into the neighborhood. Before um, he does, he calls on the show. Before he does a show, he calls the police to let them know, like, "Hey, if you hear a bunch of screaming coming from my house and people running, we're doing a show tonight." That's why and the police are like okay i there's a lot wrong with that mm-hmm. sentence okay um so mckinney manor's official website lists requirements and warnings for you to go through the house so first you must be 21 and over or you can be 18 to 20 with parents approval wait can i okay can i do this as like a like a radio person describing a sweepstakes yeah absolutely okay. Here are the requirements and warnings for McKamey Manor. You do have to be 21 and above, or you can be 18 to 20 with your parents' approval. You need to complore, complore, <laughs> complete a sports physical and have a doctor's letter stating that you are physically and mentally cleared for this uh, spooky attraction. You also have to pass a background check provided by McKamey Manor. You must be screened via Facebook, FaceTime, or phone call, which is a little bit weird. You have to have proof of medical insurance, and you sign a detail. 40-page waiver. That's right, this 40-page waiver includes, uh, or no, has a three to four-hour waiver process for the desolation tour. You know, Russ is very careful about being held liable for literal horror and terror. There is a safe word, but the waiver states that Russ has the complete right to ignore the safe word. That's wild. Most of the videos show that Russ will succumb to the safe word, but not always on the first time. You also have to pass a portable drug test. You are warned not to wear expensive clothing or bring valuables, and the actors can touch you, but you cannot touch them. No foul language, no drinking, and no drugs. Hey. Yeah? Hey, y'all. Stop the podcast. Hey, y'all, stop the podcast. <laughs> uh, you want to do another ASMR uh, announcement? Hey, God. Yeah, I know that as a podcast, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not passing judgment on McKinney Manor, but... It's okay. But podcast, I'm going to say don't, don't, hey, 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 don't, hey, don't do this. Hey, don't sign, don't sign a Fifty Shades of Grey type NDA saying, yeah, we have a safe word, but like, if you don't use it, that's fine. If you, if you don't, if you don't respect my uh, personal safety and uh, kind of comfort in this space, that's fine. I didn't pay you. This is free. I just brought some dog food to a random ranch in Nashville, Tennessee, and I passed a sheriff on my way in, and he was like, oh, are you going to the Scream show tonight? We were told that if there's any screaming, we don't do anything. So if you get murdered up in that in that their ranch, we're not going to do nothing. Don't. Hey. Okay. Resume the podcast. That was great. Thank you. Um, do you want to hear more about the waiver? I, I don't, but I know you're going to tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the reason Russ is very careful about being held liable. The way he does this is very smart. So he films everybody that goes to the manor. Everybody okay. that does it gets filmed. Because um, he gets off on it. Debatable. We'll talk about that later. Um, but he does it. And at the end, whether the, or not the person finishes or chickens out, um, he has them agree to like if he'll ask at the end, like, did you like... Would you do this again? Would you recommend this experience? Did you enjoy it? And he will only post the video if they give a positive review. Okay. He won't post it if they give a negative review. And he often posts it so 
he can say like, look, this is exactly what happened to this person in the manner I didn't do X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. So there's a little bit more about the waiver that you should know. There's a couple of, uh, I looked through as much of the waiver I could find. The whole waiver is not online, but um, I did some research and found some bits and pieces of it. So I'm going to go through a couple of the uh, points on the waiver. Okay. Uh, section 28 uh, oh. <laughs> says that the participant fully understands that by signing this waiver, they are giving McKamey Manor permission to keep nothing off the table except sexual or inappropriate situations. Everything else imaginable can and will happen inside McKamey Manor. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Inappropriate situations is that could be at that's. I think his definition of inappropriate is, is like sexual is situations. Is linked to sexual. Yes. Got it. Um, he is very strict about foul language in McKamey Manor. Foul language can get you kicked out. Hey, hey, hey! We're gonna let bugs crawl over you, and we're gonna make you eat that dog food that you brought. But if you use a cuss word, we're kicking you You're out. Done. This is the house of God. <laughs> Um, section 29 states that par- the participant agrees to and has full knowledge that if selected to visit the barber, in quotations, participant may leave McKinney Manor completely bald, including eyebrows. Y'all, don't do this. I mean, I think in comparison to what else happens here, that's not that bad. I, there is not a world in which I would let any actor, like that's the worst part of this. Yeah. The only actors that I trust to touch my hair are other gays that are shaving my head at 2 a.m. in a dorm room. Any other actor I don't trust of scissors. Wait, what? <laughs> it, it's a universal gay experience. Go on. Okay, anyway. Uh, section 30 states that the participant agrees and acknowledges that mouse traps are used in the tour, which may result in bruising or breaking of fingers. Y'all! Um, section 73 uh, states that plastic wrap may uh, be wrapped tightly over the participant's face. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Pause the podcast. Okay, I do have to say that in the show notes, Adam has specifically <laughs> listed section 73. It just says, 73, plastic wrap, tightly over face. I got, I got tired of typing. I didn't want to copy and paste everything. Um, okay. And I'm realizing that now as I say it, that I need to make full sentences. Um, section oh, 74 so states that the participants' hands and feet may be zip-tied. That makes sense to me. Okay. And uh, section 75 states that the participant may be subject to tooth pulling and needles. No. I have lots of problems with this. Think, but also, like, the worst thing is that they're included in the same number. Tooth pulling <laughs> and needles have nothing to do with each other. They shouldn't be the same number on the dang waiver. Like, I don't think we're at a place to say exactly when McKamey Manor crosses the line. But, like, tooth pulling? That's I think, insane. I think if you're at tooth pulling, you look back. And if visibility isn't too good, you don't see the line anymore. I guess, yeah. So everyone when the, in the waiver process, they are allowed two freebies. Oh, so how nice. things on the 100-plus waiver list that they do not have to agree to. Okay, Russ. I would like to... What's, Ross, what's Russ's full name? Russ McCamey. Russ McCamey, I would like to propose as the villain of this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Michael Eisner is the villain of this podcast. <laughs> Michael Eisner We is... can't vilify Russ McCamey. He will come for us. <laughs> I didn't sign no waiver. So, no, no, no. But Michael Eisner is just my personal nemesis. <laughs> it's him, Brett Stevens, and now Russ McCain. Okay. But, Russ, I think you're a little bit wimping out because if you're going to let people have two freebies, you put tooth pulling and needles in the same number. That's a two for one. That, that you know what? That's very valid. I, I was going to say, of what you've read, which two would you pick as your freebies? Out of this little smorgasbord? Yeah. I would. I don't want people touching my hair. That's a lot. Okay. Because then, literally, like, there's so much here, and I want to get into it in the discussion, because I have a kind of, I I have a big idea about this thing, but 
the fact that I'm not paying money and I'm walking into this place with two bags of dog food. They take the dog food. They go, thank you so much for your payment. Our actors will enjoy this food that you've brought them. And I leave with no hair and possibly no eyebrows. The idea, the idea that I did this for fun and basically what I got out of it was a free Supercuts haircut and possibly like, like if I'm okay with teeth pulling, do I get to tell them like, hey, I've got a sore tooth. Could you go for mold, the second molar from the I mean, back? I don't think Because so. then it's free dentistry. Because <laughs> I did have, I have, to pro- I have to provide proof of health insurance, but not proof of dental. So maybe if I don't have dental. Wait, you, have to provide, you don't have to provide proof of health insurance. It said that in the. No, oh. you have to get a doctor's note. No, it's just. You don't have to have proof of health insurance. You Why should. would you have to have health insurance? Because you don't want oh, to be sued. Oh, it does sued. say that, doesn't it? Yeah, because if they don't have health insurance, then they could you could sue them for, like, medical things. Oh. Um, but, 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 also, also, needles in what way? So, like, it just hey, trigger warning here, I I have a phobia of needles okay. in some contexts. So I'm very good with getting blood taken, blah, 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 mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm not about them. What are they going to do? Are they going to give me a lovely clean market-esque detox where they give me a nice saline drip and rehydrate me? What are they going to do? It didn't really specify if it was like acupuncture needles. I don't trust any actors with needles anywhere near my body. I'm an actor with needles. These are goofs. These are goof people who pretend for a living. Yeah. Like us. You would... Okay. Picture a scenario. Okay. I put you in this haunted house and you signed this waiver and you said you're good with needles. Yeah. Up to you walks... Conrad Rippy oh, with Conrad. a needle. Hi, Conrad. <laughs> you trust Conrad Rippy to act with a needle near you? Conrad? He's not a certified doctor. He's not. No, you're right. I, you don't have to justify not going into McCamey Manor for me. <laughs> I just, I have so many problems. Because I, I would pick tooth pulling and, um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, mouse traps. Because I don't want to break my finger. Yeah, that's insane. Like, that's why you have to prove health insurance, because if you break your yeah, thing, you, you break, can bring you, them to court. Something, yeah. um, but, like, so tooth pulling and needles, I think, needs to be in there, because that's a two-for-one, and that's just economical. Yeah. Like, that, that's being a smart contract person. Yeah. That's just smart law. That's that's just law, baby. Should you bring a lawyer to this waiver signing? You probably can't. You probably can. I mean, you have a right. I guess you do, but I've never, from what I've read of all the accounts, I've never heard of somebody bringing a lawyer to the waiver signing. I've only ever seen a camera crew there once in the docu- There's a great documentary on Netflix, Haunters, Art of the Scare, that is a lot about um, McKamey Manor. If you're interested, it's very interesting. It really gives it in-depth. And also there's an episode of Dark Tourist um, starring David Farrier where he goes through the house that is very, very interesting. I really like the idea of bringing a lawyer and then having that lawyer go into the house too. <laughs> I think anyone who's at the waiver signing has to go through the house. Also about the waiver signing... Um, you have to be wearing a onesie. At the waiver sign? Yeah. Do they provide the onesie? Uh, no. You get to pick your own onesie. So there's another, that's really the entrance fee, is your oh, 20 bucks that you spent on your Although kigurumi. the assumption is that a lot of millennial adults already own an adult onesie. That's true. Don't you, do you not own an adult onesie? Oh, I do. It's, it's a kigurumi. It's that's what I, Yeah, that's what I thought. So um, you would wear your kigurumi one. Uh, to no, I don't want Russ to get his dirty little hands near my clothes. Okay. He says no expensive clothes. My kikarumi's special. I, I did read an article about a guy who went through and he was in a Rick and Morty onesie, which was extremely cursed. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yes. For once, no. Wait, for once? What? I don't think the Rick and Morty onesie is the most cursed thing about that situation. I think that man is the king of <laughs> mountain. 
<laughs> like anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, some experiences I've read about people going through this house. So there was one kind of big stink that was made um, by East County resident Amy Milligan, who went through the house in 2015. She was Russ's neighbor, and she reported being traumatized by the house. Um, so Russ films everything that happens in the house, whether or not it's for liability reasons or for his own pleasure is debatable, but he only publishes them on the website. The victims give a positive exit interview. So Amy Milligan was very smart. She gave a positive exit interview so that Russ would post it at the end and she would be able to prove what happened to her. So good Uh, for her. So she reported that she had been slapped, pushed to the ground, dragged by her hair, in the house, she had uh, been forced to sit in a freezer full of water while scare actors poured water over her head. Um, she had her head shoved in a w- head shoved in water with a cage on her head. Um, the video is apparently edited to hide the worst things that happened to her, according to her. Um, now, Russ claimed that there was never any waterboarding or actual torture in the house. That's too specific, Russ. Well, because a lot of the complaints, people are like, hey, like people are getting literally waterboarded in here. Yeah. And Russ claims that victims are physically safe at all times and that they are simply psychologically tricked into thinking they are actually getting waterboarded. But that's what waterboarding is. Okay. So there have been, she was a big one. I think she attempted to sue Russ and it didn't work out, um, which brings us a legal question. Victims, when they go into this house, they sign a waiver stating right. what's going to happen to them. Yeah. Does that make Russ liable? No, that's the whole point of having a waiver. It's just a question of whether, like, legally, whether what happens in the house violates what they signed. And Mm -hmm. looking at what Russ puts on the waiver, no. That's That's the problem, is that if you're signing a thing that puts you into harm's way, whether whether he says it's in harm's way or not, if Mm -hmm. people are put in harm's way, but you signed a waiver saying that you're good with being put in harm's way, that is, like, the definition of a legal gray area because, like... Yeah, it's a it's a huge gray area because, like, just signing a waiver saying, like, hey, like, if I... If you gave me a contract and said, hey, I'm going to crawl through your window and shoot you and kill you, and I said, okay, and I signed it, well, and then you did that, would I, you then be liable for my murder? Because yes, I agreed to it. because that's, that's euthanasia, right? Is there, I don't know what the legal surroundings of euthanasia are. Like, I think that would count as, like, because, like, I would still be charged with murder. But so torture is illegal for civilians. So this is my problem. Specifically with waterboarding, the whole point of why waterboarding is illegal and considered, quote-unquote, enhanced interrogation, like Mm -hmm. it's considered torture, is it tricks the human brain into thinking that you're drowning. So if you're saying, hey... There's no waterboarding going on. I'm just giving the impression that you're being waterboarded. We're too far down the rabbit hole, folks. <laughs> you're you're tricking the human body into thinking it's being waterboarded, which means it's being tricked into thinking that it's drowning. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That means that you're waterboarding someone. Like, that's the whole thing, Russ. You evil, evil man. I He's... propose we now have two villains on this podcast. Okay. We have Michael Eisner, chaotic... No, lawful evil. Lawful evil. We have Russ, chaotic evil. Okay, we'll finish out the chart at some point of uh, theme park and haunted attraction figures. But there are a lot of people who have gone through this house, finished it, and loved it. There are people who have gone through the house multiple times. I'm not surprised. So the question is, why would you do that? So here is my big thing about this. Mm -hmm. And I don't... This is not something... 
that I will bring up often on this podcast. Okay. Because it is, in some ways, a political okay. view. Okay. Regarding horror things. Okay. And I think this is a specific extreme that I think this opinion that I've had for quite a while applies. A lot of horror things come off as people who have the privilege to not experience actual fear, terror, threat to their safety or lives, like to put themselves into those situations because whether it's through horror media or society in general, we in some ways romanticize the feeling of being terrorized. And it is linked to a bunch of different stuff. Like I think it links to our various discussions about like method acting that mm -hmm. a lot of white cis straight men who come from privilege feel the need to place themselves into the exact situation that their character is feeling in order to act it when I would make the argument that's not acting. I think that this kind of haunt of putting yourself into this position is in a lot of ways something that most people think is crazy, not because it's crazy, which it is, but because they're in situations where like, their lives are actually in danger, and who the hell are you to place yourself into a position like that for fun? Yeah, it's a fantasy fulfillment. Right. And 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 can I say, and I'm going to get close to the mic because this is scandalous, it's like, it's like a little sexual, right? Hey, y'all, in the <laughs> waiver thing, it says that there's nothing sexual about it, but, but I this do, dude... I think there is. Russ is definitely into this. No, okay... Uh, uh, yes. Adam, I read no, the you're outline. Right. You're right. You're and right. And one of these things says, you're right. and I quote, Russ, he doesn't accept payment, but his payment is getting the video. He says it himself, quote, it's all about the footage. And then I put in parentheses, yucky. <laughs> Yucko, y'all. Um, I mean, yes, you're right. But I was talking more about uh, the, the, vic the victims that go through. Like, it's, it's. It's a it's a little it's a little bit of a sex thing, right? It's a sex thing on all ends. Right? All the, it's sex all the way down, right? folks. Like, in no way am I complaining this with BDSM. BDSM is a consensual experience between two people who know what they're doing. In most cases. But in most cases. I, but but this is This, this is, is kinda this is sexual masochism, is, is it not? Is this yeah. not like hey y'all? Hey, y'all, maybe as a culture, we've gone a bit too far in romanticizing horror and torture and all these things. And I love this podcast. It's very fun. But y'all, this, hey, a bridge too far, perhaps. I think what I'm saying is that if you're thinking about doing McCamey Manor, maybe just have your partner slap you around in bed for a little bit and then see how you feel after. Yeah, maybe have some not vanilla sex for the first time in and your then, life and then see if you still want to go to the Because like, you might manor. go, oh, this is fine. I can do this. Like, oh, I just wanted, I just wanted fuzzy handcuffs. Yeah, I, I didn't want to get waterboarded. So my opinion about McCamey Manor, and I hesitate to give any opinion about McCamey Manor, my opinion is if you are a consenting adult who reads and understands the waiver and signs it and knows what's going to happen to you and this is something that you want to do, fine. However, Russ should absolutely 100% abide by the safe word as soon as it is said. Yes. The, he should... Uh, and the waiver should remove all of this gross legal gray area. Yes. That the waiver should be extremely concise. Yeah. It, yeah. Because... Like, I get that you want to do, like, an extreme haunt and stuff, um, but and there should be more legislation and more concrete law surrounding events like this and shows like this and haunts like this so that this kind of stuff doesn't happen. But legally, he should have to abide by the safe for what it said. Yes. And also, 
folks, if you want to do McKamey Manor, it is your right as a free human being to do so. However, by doing so, you do forfeit the right to get mad at anyone for making fun of you for going into McKamey Manor. That's if you go into McKamey Manor, you also have to sign my personal waiver, which is that I'm going to call you a doofus. <laughs> and this is the, it's just section one. The participant agrees. Devin Wright gets to call you a doofus. And that's it. Also, if you are go, going to go into McKamey Manor, you should know that some of the scare actors that are hired in this house are as young as 14. Yucky, y'all. So, uh, I, if you don't, I don't know if that changes if you want to go in or not. That's the thing, is that if somebody wants to go into McKamey Manor, I don't think there's any changing their mind. Yeah, and I don't think that there's any chance that we're like, I want to... Me, I don't want to talk to that person anyway. Yeah. I, okay. Here's the thing about Russ, too, is that he seems like such a normal dude. Yucky. If I don't you like watch that. this Netflix documentary, Haunters Out of the Scare, he is the most normal man ever. He's super charismatic. He's got two really sweet looking dogs. He's got a wife, and he's just such a chill man. And then he goes, he does this scary thing. I think that if you go into McKamey Manor, no, not you. Okay. <laughs> Adam just pointed to himself and looked quizzically at me. No. Uh, section number, whatever, 101 Dalmatians, this waiver, mm-hmm. should say, also, you can't vote anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to vote you, after this. You made a bad decision. I don't want anybody who's willing to go into McKamey Manor and get all screwed up by some normie with two dogs. And a wife. Did you just call Russ McCamey a normie on our podcast? I think that anybody who does that forfeits their right to be involved in the selection of our government because I don't want anybody. Oh, I'm so worked up. Listen, all I'm saying is that if some of these wackos who are probably, no offense, Florida, Floridians, went to McCamey Manor and forfeited their right to vote, then maybe we could add Al Gore in the White House. Um, hey, if you've got the McKinney Manor and want to come talk on our podcast about it, please do. <laughs> please do. I want to know everything about you. I don't. But I, I do. I don't want to, but I need to. I need it. I, I, yeah. I also need to know who you voted for. <laughs> <laughs> we promise we won't ask you who you voted for on this podcast, but Devin's going to ask it silently, but I won't No, ask I will ask who you voted for, but I'm not going to ask, like, you know, presidential, because, like, I don't want to get into that. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not the place. But I will ask you who you voted for for, like, your DA, if you have an elected DA. Okay. Or for your city councilman. <laughs> So, um, in conclusion, McKamey Manor. Sure, I guess, but, like, don't. All of his taglines and his merch says, like, you don't want to do this. Yeah. That's the, the tagline I'm gonna, of his house. We're going to, as a little ending bit, we're yeah. going to brainstorm some new slogans okay. for McKamey Manor. I think, okay, yeah, sure, but don't is a good starting yeah. off point. My, my first uh, ball I'm thrown into this pit, that doesn't make any sense, is... Hey y'all, nah. Nah. Yeah, McCamey mm-hmm. Manor. Hey y'all, nah. McCamey Manor. Maybe not. McCamey Manor. Perhaps not. Maybe McCamey Manor and just the like head tilt. This is a really good audio bit. McCamey Manor. And just a little like really head tilt. McCamey Manor. 
Damn it. My brain said Fortnite in real life, which no, it isn't I don't anything. Think it is. That's not anything. McKamey Manor. Still better than Twilight. That's an old joke. That's an old one. McKamey Manor, maybe have BDSM sex first and then call us. McKamey Manor. Get your butt slapped before you come here. You know? <laughs> then decide if you want to go. I think that's the thesis of this podcast. Is that if you're thinking about doing McKamey Manor, this episode, not the whole podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're thinking about doing McKamey Manor, just buy a ride. McKamey Manor. Talk about your sex life with your partner. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very nice takeaway from this. Is that you should talk about if you want to have non-vanilla sex with your partner. Yeah. What's this podcast rated? It's, uh, I think we have explicit okay. marked. I think, because we talk about haunted stuff. Okay, we but still also, have I think the that both of my grandmothers watch this podcast. Hi, also, Nana. Hi, Nana. Hi, Gammy. I love you. Also, uh, I've said the F word on this podcast, but, but I, was bleeped. I bleeped it. Yeah. Okay. We don't not bleep stuff unless I just miss it. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's going to do it for our discussion on McKamey Manor. Yeah, that is going to do it. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on iTunes uh, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to, on iTunes, if you use that service, to leave a rating and a review. And tell your friends, because that's the best way for uh, people to find out about the podcast. Yeah, and thank you. Hello? Russ. Russ. He's here. <laughs> um, uh, thank you to Michael Segudo for doing our intro bit. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Great Screen Pod. You can find our website at greatamericanscream.com. And you can find us on Facebook at slash Great Screen Pod. Yeah, Great Screen Pod. Just search the Great American Scream. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks. I've been Thanks. Devin Wright. I've been Adam O'Connell. And hopefully you've, you've been, been spooked. spooked. <laughs> I can play my laptop. I hate Russ. I hate Russ. <laughs>